0: Welcome to the I Love Music Podcast. My name is Jen Fedor. I started the I Love Music Podcast to inspire people who love music, encourage people who work within the industry, and to hear each person's unique story. I hope you are staying safe and hanging at home. For this episode I was happy to have Ryan Katner also known as Honus Honus from Man Man back on the show. Man Man's new album Dream Hunting in the Valley of the Inbetween drops May 1st on Sub Pop. It is Man Man's first album in seven years. We talk about the songwriting process music videos and what it's like to be a musician during these uncertain times. This is my second remote podcast interview and this Time the audio went a little wonky, which was surprising since last the last episode went smooth. But you know what? We still had a fun conversation. The interview turned out great. If you haven't pre-ordered Man Man's new album, do so now on manmanband.com. 17 songs. All right, let's get into Ryan's interview. How are you doing with the pandemic? You know, aside from uh
1: you know, not I'm trying not to dwell on how on 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 the crippling financial situation that it's <laughs>
0: you yeah. know,
1: that's, that's going to happen to me and a lot of other people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or or the fact that uh I have to release what I think is probably my best record during this global pandemic, I know, and we and we can't tour, I
0: know,
1: and we probably won't be able to tour at all this year and probably into next year. It's
0: terrible. It's terrible. But
1: uh, aside from that, you know, I'm I'm used to being at home alone a lot. Yeah. So. No, no, no real big change on that end, and and yeah, and after after this podcast, I'm gonna go go take a shower, and I'm I'm gonna start doing my uh, uh my live Instagram sessions in the shower. Nice. You know, other other musicians can play uh can play you know live shows. Yeah. I'll just do I'll just do Q and A's in the shower every day.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a great thing. <laughs> oh my gosh so so wait so you you're not so you're not going to reschedule for like the fall or anything like that um i mean i mean
1: we we're rescheduling we're because we have to right Do our due diligence we're rescheduling for the summer but i find that highly unlikely yeah and i also i honestly feel the fall is going to be unlikely as well yeah you know it just i don't see i see live music as being one of the last places it's going to be allowed just yeah. because obviously arenas and stuff won't happen but i don't even see smaller venues this this, this this is a real this real deal tragedy right now
0: i know i mean the optimist in me is like oh i hope august people can start touring again but who knows, who knows i mean i rate? i feel
1: yeah i mean i'm not getting political here i mean these are just facts i think that due to misinformation that Different communities and states are gonna bubble up later. It's I feel true. like they're gonna get they're gonna get hit hard during the summer or like in the fall, and it's just gonna restart it again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely think it'll die down during the summer, but come fall yeah. and winter, it's gonna spike. It's again. gonna it's,
1: yeah, it's gonna rear its head again.
0: Yeah, and
1: I just, I just don't I just don't I I mean I, I trust me I love making money and being able to pay my bills, but
0: yeah seems unlikely like have you looked into any of like the grants you know for musicians and stuff out there or anything like that um I haven't
1: yet I mean I've been I've been trying to figure out the unemployment yeah I know they opened it they opened it up finally for freelancers yeah but it's 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 a little tricky because you know a lot of our freelance a lot of our we're we're touring musicians so we don't make all our money in the same state
0: uh that's yeah, that's so true. It's very, very true. Which
1: makes things a little more complicated. It does. But um, yeah, I mean, our label—they gave us the option to push the record release back. You know, maybe it's unwise, but I opted against it. I feel like people need music right now, even if even if it means we can't tour behind it. I feel, you know. Yeah. People need a soundtrack. They're quarantined.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm very like happy that you know you decided to release the album um i mean people need more music to listen to and new stuff to i don't know keep them busy and just hear what people have been working on over the past year how long
1: yeah yeah. or past three three and three and a half four years (laughs)
0: that's a long time i mean i remember when was it the end of last year we were like in atwater at uh jason's like thing and you're like oh, i can't wait can't wait for this like new album to like be released and like i want to do the podcast again and who would have yeah you know yeah. it's like who who would have thought this pandemic was gonna like break out you know
1: well you know it's kind of on brand for my music i suppose <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've been joking for years that i make apocalypse apocalyptic pop <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> A pop, a pop elliptic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say it. it is a real bummer yeah. that something I put so much into has to come out during a global pandemic. Right. But, you know, uh, it it kind of is what it is. And when I when I finished making this record, you know, I had such a cathartic breakdown. It was a positive thing, but it was just this overwhelming joy. I could not believe it seemed in so amount, insurmountable that I'd have another record, Man, Man Records yeah uh, so but you know for it to come out now i just the only thing i hope is it doesn't get lost and, you know fall in the cracks right because it i mean if it does i think that could be the end of this band <laughs> it, it's it, it, i hate to say that but without us being able to tour and have a livelihood for potentially a year or so i just don't know how it could keep going
0: yeah i mean before the pandemic and you guys were playing like some like one-off shows and stuff there was a really good turnout
1: it was awesome no we we went we 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 toured all last year it was great
0: yeah it was and uh yeah
1: and yeah it, it relieved a lot of my fears that no one would give a shit anymore which you know uh but yeah it was it was awesome and so we were really looking forward to taking this one on the road but now now we can't even get together in the same room
0: right What was the process like recording the album over those three and a half years?
1: Um, Arduous. You know, my my buddy Cyrus uh, Garamani produced the record, and he produced my solo record, and he was kind of my musical foil for a long time before he had to move away. But, uh, you know, when we first started recording the record, he took a pretty involved full-time job, so we had to kind of fit in our recording sessions around his schedule, which is Part of the reason why it took so long.
0: Gotcha.
1: Like I'm thankful that he was able to make the time. We were able to do it, and and having that extra time allowed the songs to live a little bit, and you know we I, we could take them out and play shows under my solo moniker, and kind of test the waters.
0: Yeah. And that
1: that was all great. Um,
0: why did you? But yeah. Why did you decide not to release this album under Honus Honus?
1: Uh, because because no one would listen to it then. Unfortunately, you know I. Uh I'm not gonna go into any yeah. any detail about it, but I didn't wanna put out a solo record. It was just kind of what I had to do. Right. I couldn't I u- I couldn't use the name Man Man for a while.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. And that was a very surreal feeling. So that's why I'm so proud of this record because mm-hmm. it just—it it took a lot to get back here.
0: It's so—I mean, I—it's it, so good and it's like a double album, <laughs> too. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's really, really great.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it—it's interesting. It's a record. Uh, it's a record that was born out of a lot of, I mean, I would just go to a writing space for like six to eight hours a day and treat it like a job. And a lot of times I'd, I'd get nothing out of it, but I did that for three years.
0: <laughs>
1: it's funny because, you know, uh, I, I have friends who are songwriters that they can write 60 songs in three months, you know? Yeah. But It takes me three years to do 17 songs, so go figure. <laughs>
0: Hey, everyone has their own pace on how they write and yeah. their their own styles, so
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So you directed Cloud Nine, um, the first lyric video from the album. <laughs> how, how did how did that come together?
1: Well it's like it's kind of a tongue in cheek thing. It's like directed it should be in quotes because <laughs> that's all shutter stock footage.
0: Oh it is?
1: Yeah, that's all stock footage. Oh
0: it is. Oh my gosh. And I
1: actually wanted to leave the Shutterstock watermark on there when I bought the footage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's so great.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really funny because we didn't have much time to pull together. It was just supposed to be a lyric video, and I thought it would be more interesting to do something else. Yeah. So um, so my friend uh, Nick Jasanovic, he's, he's a director, and he was initially going to direct something. We just didn't have time. Uh, he he and I had the idea to like just dig through Shutterstock footage.
0: Oh my gosh! We, <laughs>
1: yeah, we stumbled. Across. But little did I know that that would be such a prophetic video, right? <laughs> An old man dancing by himself on the street and the world explodes.
0: The end. Oh my gosh! I know. Um, I when I saw, it, I was like, "Who is that dancing man?" Because I'm a I'm a co-directing a documentary right now about an LA, uh, dancing man. So, um, I was like, who is that? But it's like all shower stock footage. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's amazing. We, actually, I found enough clips and I gave it to my friend, Ryan Brown, Okay. who, uh, who like was able to edit 11 short clips into, uh, to a, you know, a music
0: video. Yeah. Cause I enjoyable. was like, this doesn't really look like Los Angeles. I was like, where I was like, where was this filmed? Like <laughs> Shutterstock. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I I have uh, a week to come up with another video, and I I just don't think I'm gonna pull it together in time given the circumstances. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But I I've, I've been digging through Shutterstock stuff, so trying to like figure something out again. Like I don't know if I can reproduce that magic. <laughs>
0: that's that's incredible. That that's all Shutterstock. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, Okay, what about Future Peg, then, for that music video?
1: So, my friend Stephanie Ward directed that, and uh, we're so very proud of that. I mean, basically, if anyone wants to know how my brain functions, I I can just send them a clip of that video. (laughs) Because, you know, we sat down to talk out ideas, and those were like, you know, that was like, I want to do this, Stephanie. And with the budget that we had, which was almost non-existent, and we shot it all in one day.
0: That's amazing.
1: It's pretty incredible. Yeah, some, some great people really helped out on that.
0: I mean, when I originally watched it, I was like, the man eating the ice cream sandwiches off of the ballet slippers made me laugh. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Ira. Ira. Yeah, directing directing him on that scene really made people comfortable on the set. <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of had to direct him on that.
0: Did you? <laughs> yeah,
1: but we had like like Marianne uh, Williamson, who did the the director of photography. Like she does, such, I don't know, just, just such a great job, you know. Yeah, and we did that all in a day, which is insane.
0: Was it like at a studio or?
1: Yeah, you know, I we it was a green screen space in the Flower District, and you know my take on it was like, if you don't have money, at least make it interesting and weird and watchable. Right. And then, uh, my, uh, my buddy, my buddy, Nick Reisinger he did like all the special effects stuff, which was like, like the tongue tied in a bow tie and the singing. Rap. Yes. And yeah, <laughs> basically I just like, I ran, I, you know, I just kind of blocked out all the stuff I wanted to see. And I, and one of the most magical things in the video, like Stephanie brought to the table was, she was like, Hey, my 13 year old, uh, Nephew wants to be in the video, and he's like a TikTok dancer.
0: Oh wow!
1: <laughs> and so and so he's he's the he's the karate guy, kung fu guy.
0: Oh yeah, that's ama- Oh my gosh, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so we so we gave him a mustache, and he was so stoked. You're <laughs> like, we're gonna put a fake mustache on you, and then he just he man, he had so much fun. He's incredible. That's so. And more and Morgan, the dancer. Yeah. It, it it just it was pretty magical. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I hate to belabor this, but. You know, it 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 was released during a global pandemic, so really not that many people have seen it. But we're very proud of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: When when did you guys film that?
1: We shot it right before everything went down. Okay. We shot it um yeah, uh in like early February.
0: Okay. So just just right in time before
1: Yeah, just right in time.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. What what what's like the next single that's gonna be released that you're like for that, mu- the next music video that you're like, oh, I gotta get something together. Oh, I
1: don't know if I'm gonna be able you to don't... do it in time. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Gotcha.
1: I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to figure it out. It's like it's gonna have to be something really simple. Yeah. <laughs> just just because you can't get together people to, to do it. Definitely.
0: So. Have you thought about like anything like animated?
1: Oh, they're I, they're absolutely. We can't do anything in a week. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean I, yeah. Most likely what'll happen is I'll just shutter stock something and put yeah. make it a lyric bit.
0: Nice. Um wait, so who made the man man crossword puzzle?
1: Oh, that's a friend of uh, that's a fan of ours from friend fan of ours from Brazil. Oh,
0: wow. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty sweet. This is like I mean, I've been doing a lot of puzzles lately, so I'm like, hey. <laughs>
1: We're we're lucky. We're blessed with some uh, really cool supporters of this band.
0: That's so great. And uh, yeah. Do you have any top songs off of the new album that you're just like floored about? I
1: mean, the thing I love about this record is that uh, I don't know. It just it it just flows beautifully. I, it, it feels really pompous to say that about your own record, but I don't know. I just I just don't think there's any weak songs. There's no filler on this record.
0: No there's not there really isn't
1: and you know and i I think that's the one silver lining in it coming out right now is that i I don't feel like people make record records anymore Mm -hmm. that are intended to be listened to in a sitting and this is definitely a record that benefits from someone just listening to it from front to back
0: yeah i loved it so it flows really well and it's so so good
1: i mean there's uh there's there's definitely songs on this record that i feel like are some of the best songs i've ever written you know animal traction is one of my favorites
0: it's really good
1: um if only it's heartbreaking and that's uh that's dre from steady holiday i don't know if you know that band but they're great
0: oh no i don't but
1: that's Uh, oh you should check them out they're awesome that's dre wabinski uh she sings a lot of backing vocals on this record and rebecca black sings on a couple songs
0: oh that's so awesome yeah she uh Um, you guys went out on tour together didn't you
1: yeah, we brought her out a couple of times. It was a lot of fun. She's cool. cool. The song Sheila, I really love that song. That song is about uh, Ma on Sheila from the Wild Wild Country.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of my love song to her. When I, when I, when I watched that documentary, um, she terrified me. But two weeks after watching it, she terrified and kind of disgusted me. But there was something also yeah. very compelling. And then two weeks later, I couldn't stop thinking about her. So I wrote her that song. Nice. Um, there's a song, Inner Iggy, mm-hmm. which is uh, a, that, that song is partially about summoning your inner Iggy Pop to get through some tough times.
0: Yeah, there's definitely uh, Iggy Pop vibes on that one.
1: Lonely Boys. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a song about, um, partially inspired by Joseph Boys and his coyote.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right.
1: Nice. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Everyone needs to like pre-order the album, buy the record. Yeah. I mean
1: yeah yeah i mean the pre order deal we have right now is awesome <laughs> you know uh it's until the April fifteenth I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but it's like thirty two percent off digital so it's it basically breaks down to forty cents a song,
0: oh my gosh,
1: so for under seven dollars, you can soundtrack your quarantine
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't i mean that's like that's you know that's 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 a drink at a bar right and, and, <laughs> And we're we're a band that can't tour, so you know any every, anything helps. It
0: def- yeah, it it definitely does. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's
1: the that's the thing with music, which it, it, it unfortunately I, I feel, you know, streaming makes it so disposable for people now. You know, they they'll think nothing about dropping money to buy a latte, but spending any money that supports an artist that could soundtrack moments of their life. Right. Like, I don't think that latte is going to soundtrack moments of your life.
0: Definitely not. <laughs> but you
1: can hear a song, remember when you were 18 and heartbroken. Remember when you were like mm-hmm. 32 and you were dealing with a friend dying. You know, when you fell in love. I don't know. I feel. Anyway.
0: Yeah. now it's true. I mean, a latte definitely won't do that. And music, music <laughs> is the soundtrack of our
1: life. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you remember those old commercials. Oh, it reminds me of Vienna.
0: Oh, yeah. I do remember Taster, those old commercials. Vienna, Vienna's
1: Secret or Taster's Choice or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Oh, Vienna reminds you of, you ch- of cheap instant coffee?
0: What
1: a, what a lousy time you must have had.
0: <laughs>
1: or the best. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Um. What uh, are you watching any shows or movies to get you through the quarantine? Um. I'm not watching Tiger King. Oh, okay.
1: But um. My my bandmate Kevin kind of looks like Tyler from from the Tiger King. Oh, does he? Is that or Travis? Was it Travis? What whatever one of Joe Exotic's his his cute. Oh,
0: husband. Oh yeah 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 uh huh yep. The
1: skate the skater boy. He kind of looks like a guy in my band. Oh,
0: Okay.
1: And we've been ribbing him a lot. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh. Criterion. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. What have I been watching? I've been watching, I guess, I've been watching Westworld. I did watch Tiger King. I like, I binged Tiger King. I I will admit. Uh, I've been watching Sex Education on Netflix. Yeah. On Netflix. And
1: I, 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 yeah, the past two days I've been sick. So I've just been like watching, uh, trying to catch up on. Walking Dead. I'm just like I'm not. I don't, who watches that show? Like who finds satisfaction from that show?
0: I I have I haven't actually ever watched it. So I have.
1: Like I I like I'm 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 just I'm just watching at this point because I'm just I I don't even know why. Maybe it's I don't know why I'm watching. Yeah. It. I'm just I just don't I don't understand who still enjoys the show. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm watching season nine right now. I'm like and. and Yeah, I just said, I don't, I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, yeah, I haven't seen it, so, uh, is it Zombies? It's Zombies, right?
1: It's Zombies, yeah, yeah, and Zombies are so played out at this point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Definitely. uh,
0: Are you gonna do any, I mean, I know you're live streaming from your shower, but, like, are you gonna live stream, like, playing any of your songs, like, for the release?
1: Yeah, yeah, I will, and I, you know, I'm gonna do a Reddit AMA, and oh, cool. We're still, I'm, I'm doing interviews and stuff, and I'm still gonna try to promote this record because I'm really fucking proud of it.
0: Yeah, you have to. You know,
1: to. um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy right now. It is. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do all that stuff. It's funny people come out of the woodwork, like you know, you should play on, you should play some, you play on Instagram Live and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I already do that. Yeah. That's so like nothing unique, but sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do you do live stream um when you were making the album you were live streaming and practices and stuff like yeah,
1: that yeah yeah and it's i mean i i i just did that because i thought it'd be fun for people to see the process oh i
0: mean totally if you is. do a
1: deep dive on my instagram at honest honest, you know you can find early versions of the songs that made it to the record and you can hear alternate lyrics and t- i was still trying to figure out the melodies to songs. Um, I think it's. I think that stuff's interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's totally from, from a from a from a
1: from creative's point of view.
0: Oh yeah, I always find that interesting, and how the song, like how the final songs come together and you know take shape from the original idea.
1: I mean, we we had tracked most of the record by like January of last year. It was pretty much like all the musical part of it was done, and uh, wasn't really crazy about the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel right. And for you know, it's been seven years since our last release. I went, I just wanted the record to feel right.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially since since it's going to be so long. So that's why we started touring with Man Man again in last year in January. We went out on a tour in January, and then we rolled right into a studio and re-recorded almost all of the record in two days.
0: Wow.
1: After spending three years recording. Right. Because we we just we wanted it to feel right.
0: Yeah.
1: We wanted we wanted it to feel like a live band. We mm-hmm. wanted it to feel like you're in the room watching us.
0: Yeah so important and so yeah
1: so i think that i think it translated to the record
0: who like mixed the album and good thing you
1: asked An awesome dude named husky hosgoods nice incredible name yeah uh, icelandic <laughs> uh he's you know he's worked a lot with mike Patton
0: uh-huh.
1: um he did tom wait's blood money
0: amazing
1: he did norah jones he won a he won a grammy for norah jones solomon burke betty lovett Joe Henry. Cool. Yeah, yeah, great guy. And he's old school too. Like he mixes, you know, he mixes on like an old board. It's, it's he's, he's, a rad dude, and he added a lot of character to the record.
0: That's so great. Did you guys use Pro Tools or what was your?
1: Um. Well, Husky uses his. Uh, I I can't remember the name of the pro the program yeah. and the board he uses, but it wasn't Pro Tools. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's he's incredible. Is he
0: L.A. based know, or?
1: Yeah, he's he's based in L.A. Cool.
0: That's awesome. How did you decide to work with him? Um,
1: It was just like one of those, let's call it fate. <laughs> uh, but Cyrus was doing something at Super Deluxe, and Husky, part of his studio, is attached to a green screen space that he owns and rents out, and Super Deluxe was doing stuff there, and Cyrus noticed all these records that he liked hanging on the walls, and it turns out that Husky had either mixed or recorded them, and, uh, and he was like, who's this guy in this room? And uh, that's that's how we connected.
0: Amazing! That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I love when those coincidences happen and stuff. So it's yeah. great.
1: Yeah, I mean, Just seeing the kind of stuff that he'd done in the past, like it was a no-brainer. Especially because this record, it was really important. Like I was saying before, that it feel organic
0: and, mm-hmm.
1: and vibey and husky is just, you know, that that's his bread and butter.
0: Yeah. I mean, after last year of touring and everything, it kind of just makes sense that the band, you know, is so tight now and you guys are probably vibing more, you know, than you had been in the past to re-record.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and that that was the whole reason for touring in last January is we did like a week of touring and rolled directly into a studio for two days and just cut everything live in a room together. That's cool and um what studio yeah, it, what it,
0: studio did you guys record at
1: we recorded at the ship it's in uh Glassdoor park okay yeah in espinoza
0: nice well everyone needs to buy your album and support music during this time oh my gosh yeah i mean
1: i i know i know people are are, are hurting yeah. right now and they're on a budget and stuff so i mean i understand that they can't right. it's totally fine but yeah. if, if you can you can it's only six dollars and eighty cents right now. <laughs> that is so. That is so nothing for. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I I mean, I bought I bought a copy for my mom. You know. Yeah.
0: That's oh, that's <laughs> so great. And
1: I and I have to say that you know, uh, Man Man fans have been they've been really cool. And some people, you know, if you order it through Bandcamp, you you don't get an advanced stream. But if you order it now, you can hear the record now. And it doesn't come out to so May first, but you get an advanced dream. But people like accidentally ordered through Bandcamp not realizing that and went out and rebought the record again just so they could hear it. That's
0: so good. That's dedicated it's, fans.
1: It's very yeah, it's very sweet. It is. I mean I I I've never felt this way about a record where I feel I don't know, I just feel like this these are the best songs I've like everything every <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to articulate this. Everything led me to this record basically.
0: That's amazing. That's so. As
1: far as being a songwriter, as far as being a songwriter and the experiences.
0: Yeah. Like I had
1: to, I had to be basically ex, you know, in on an exodus from from my own band in order to find my way back to my own band.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> it it had
1: it, it it in hindsight it is living and stuff. <laughs>
0: living <it's> another, but, <laughs> Cause like you ha- you have yeah. that documentary too that they like. During one of the tours or whatever, during Honus Honus.
1: Yeah, during the field Honus Honus years.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or or the desert years, which I you know I wouldn't change any of that because because I was forced into this uh, hiatus. I was able to find incredible players who believed in me and they believed in my songwriting and they wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have found these people. Right. People who are like on board because the music.
0: Yeah, having that support because, and that and, belief in the project or, you know, the person, like who, whoever is creating is like, it, it's huge. It just, it means the oh, world. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it, it, it really, it, it took it took this, the surreal, this surreal seven year trip to kind of re-find them, and mm-hmm. refine myself.
0: Definitely, oh my gosh.
1: During a global pandemic. During
0: a global pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful for everyone who helped bring, pull this record together.
0: Have you worked with Sub Pop before?
1: Um, I did the first Mr. Heavenly record with them. Cool. And uh, it, was, it was a great experience and, and their family. And I've been wanting to work with them since. And they were the only people that I, sent the record out to really
0: amazing
1: yeah and and they were stoked
0: they were on board that's so great
1: yeah and hopefully uh you know this record doesn't tank for them and we could do another record with them yeah
0: i mean i mean yeah if you, if you can't afford it please please pick up the album <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: i'm not i'm i'm I'm, not gonna hold my hat out yeah but, uh, yeah i don't know just i just want people to hear the record
0: mm-hmm. yes
1: that's that's the only thing that i'm afraid of is that because of the timing of it's release that it, it just slipped through the cracks and I just I don't want this to be another one of our records that people find years later. Right. Um, when we toured last year it was really I mean it was it, it was really incredible because I was afraid that it might might just be people on a nostalgia trip but it wasn't there was a lot of kids and they were and I realized that they were kids who got into our band when they were 13 or 14 and they could not come to shows but now they they can and and on top of that they wanted to talk about this album I have Life fantastic that came out nine years ago wow Uh, yeah and which was surprising to me because our last record came out seven years ago I thought they want to talk about that but they want to talk about that record which at the time it came out, it kind of like just kind of fell through the crack. Right. And it, w- it was artistically very rewarding, like better late than never. Mm-hmm. But I don't want this record <laughs> to take nine years for someone to buy.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because we want to because you know we want to tour again yeah i love playing shows it's it's, it's in my blood yeah
0: and i mean for me like mainly as like a concert goer i'm like i want to see you tour again like man man shows are so much fun like the crowd goes insane and like there's like skeletons that are like crowd surfing
1: (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah that's very Pretty, pretty yeah, I I feel like that's a very uh, it's, it's a very now.
0: <laughs>
1: it makes it <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, I couldn't believe that happened, <laughs> and and now now it's become part of our show.
0: Now it's part of your show.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> we were, were you, we were you at our show at the at the Echo Blacks last year? Yes,
0: I was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's the first time it happened. You know, I was on stage and I had that skeleton.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was, and I thought to myself, huh. I wonder if I throw this out there, if it'll get torn apart immediately or if it will come back. And and to see that motherfucker crowd surf, right? incredible. It was an incredible moment. It
0: was an and, incredible moment. Oh, my gosh.
1: And uh, it, it's just kind of become a staple now. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> like Wayne climb, climbing into his big gerbil ball for the flaming lips. <laughs> Our crowd surfing skeleton. Yes but uh yeah you, you know and that's why i love playing live shows is you never know you know in the moment i would just sure let's see what happens and now it, it you know you just never it's just constant discovery right
0: it is it totally is <laughs> oh man well ryan thank you so much for being on the show today remotely
1: <laughs> oh of course no thanks for having me yeah
0: i'm glad we could do this and
1: yeah, and if, uh, you know, if, if people want to join me on my live shower stream, uh, I I'm, I'm, I'm try to do that, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. like, <laughs> yes. But no, no set time yet. But if you check me out on this Instagram, you can ask me questions and yeah. I might answer you.
0: Yeah, at, uh, at Honus Honus or at, at Man Man. At Honus Honus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. We'll take All care. Right. Stay safe. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks again to Ryan, a.k.a. Honus Honus, for being on the show, and the bang-ups for the theme music. If you want to support the podcast, you can PayPal me at iLoveMusicPodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, this is the I Love Music Podcast with Jen Fedor.